Welcome to the podcast series of Family Insights, powered by the Orthodox Christian Network and Family Life Ministry. We welcome Paula Marchman, Managing Director for the Metropolis of Atlanta Family Life Ministry, and Eleni Alexiou, Managing Director for the Orthodox Christian Network. Well, this morning I uh, was walking out the door trying to be the good mother and be on the right path. Everybody was having a really positive out-the-door experience, I thought, going to school. And needless to say, uh, my older daughter, who is 10, uh, let me know that she was not happy that she had to uh, stop and make her bed after I asked her several times. <laughs> the, the interesting thing of this, Paula, is that I said to her, I think my frustration is that I asked you multiple times and you didn't do it, but I forgive you. I understand where you're coming from. It's not, let's not make it a big deal and let's not let it ruin our morning. We have a, a, a fun thing planned even before school. Well, it didn't end there, and the day is not done. Ah, so what do you mean it didn't end? She didn't choose to um, ask for forgiveness or accept yours or what? She just decided to hold on to the grudge and the feelings and the negative feelings? Is that what happened? Right, that's exactly what happened. I said, well, we'll continue the conversation when you come home and when we can spend time talking about it more. Um, She wasn't willing to get, you know, to let forgiveness happen whether she was truly willing to, to forgive how I acted, and she felt like she did nothing wrong. Yeah. Forgiveness is a tricky, um, it, it's just a tricky decision. So much goes into it, and God knew how important it was for us to be able to forgive because he knew what a burden unforgiveness is, how it changes us to be more negative. And when we do forgive, we feel lighter. We feel able to see all the good things you were trying to create that morning, right? We're together. We're going to school. Let's make this really positive. But holding on to the grudgery or the unforgiveness or what she is feeling, she gets trapped in those feelings to where she can't make the choice to say, you know what, Mom, let's press the restart button. Let's just make the decision to have a good day and and to forgive each other because we're in a hurry. Right. It's hard for our little ones. It's hard for us, too. Have you ever, ever carried unforgiveness, Eleni? I haven't. I'm one of those people that can push the stop buttons pretty easily, but I've had to learn that skill, and uh, it's a lot of the negative self-talk. And I could see it in my own daughter today, and I'm, you know, and it's something that I think it, it's hard to sit with. Well, I think over time you've learned patience because patience and more trying to draw out Christ in others, um, and that patience helps you be more like, what do they say, um, water off the duck's back. You just kind of let it slide off, and you don't hold on to it. You don't grasp it, which is uh, quite a blessing to be that way. Yeah, it's a learned it's a learned trait, as you said. It's something that takes time and patience. I, I agree. I think there's something really critical that you said too. It's a you said it in the beginning. It's a decision. Yeah, forgiveness is a choice. 
it's not just a feeling. It definitely is a feeling because uh, physically we engage when we start holding on tight and, you know, thinking those same negative thoughts over and over again and feeling hurt. But it's forgiveness is a choice, um, not just a feeling. It's an act of will. It's surrendering to God and going, I can't deal with this. I can't, you know, I'm, I'm being swallowed up and these emotions and negativity. And if we hold on to that, um, then we become resentful. We become bitterness and all those awful things that come from unforgiveness, where forgiveness sets us free. We think when we forgive somebody, we are setting them free, but actually the prisoner is us. I have felt that before, and I pretty much am a very positive, try to, you know, make lemonade out of lemons, but I remember a time in my life when I was just married in my early 20s, and someone hurt me so deeply uh, that I just, I couldn't let it go. I couldn't forgive them. Um, And here I was, supposed to be a wonderful time in my life with all these new beginnings, but I was so burdened and heavy with not only the feeling, but the choice of holding on to it and not letting it go and and validating and justifying and feeding it, and it became bitter and it became resentful, and I didn't know what to do with all that. And it just spiraled, yeah. It spiraled, and I hated her, and that hatred was so awful, and and God says, you know, he talks about uh, forgive others um, as I have forgiven you, and it just, I couldn't let go until it became so heavy that I hated her, and Unfortunately, when you hate someone, you might as well be in love with them because you think about them all the time. You wake up in the morning and you don't think about a beautiful day and all your blessings. You think about them. And then the hatred consumes. And so it it was a very heavy, heavy time. And finally, I thought, I can't do this by myself. I just can't. That's why I think people spend a lifetime in unforgiveness, because they try to do it alone. So I said, Lord, I surrender. I need you. I'm broken. Please help me. And I remember as a young bride falling over the washing machine, just sobbing. I can't do this. And the Lord lifted gently and quite could feel the weight of this hatred just lift from me um, where I was releasing. I was releasing her. I was releasing that heaviness and that burden to the Lord, and I was pressing into him because he knows how important it is for us to remove those, that heavy backpack of all this stuff. And that's why every time I say the Our Father, every time I say the prayer and see how God talks about forgiveness and how important it is, not only in marriage, but 
you know, even with our children to teach them what forgiveness is because it is such a destructive right. choice. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. I think, you know, as you develop in in age and time and experience, that thing, you know, that changes. Some people are brought up in this world to believe that you'll never get hurt. Then they grow up to adulthood and and they're in Mm. larger relationships. And it's it's very confusing. And I think at least on for for my experience it's been there's a whole process that happens and we've talked about forgiveness before um but there is a there are there are a, a lot of people that hold on to that unforgiveness aspect of i can't let it go yeah well i think because we don't really understand what forgiveness is what does forgiveness mean I just did a workshop with 20- and 30-year-olds a little while ago, and it was really interesting as we processed what is forgiveness and what is it not on, you know, two big boards. And the clarity of forgiveness doesn't mean, oh, it's okay you hurt me. It's okay. You know, it's okay you hurt me and I forgive you. No. That's not what forgiveness means. Forgiveness means you did hurt me, and it was not okay that you hurt me. So we validate we were hurt, and that person hurt us. But then we go on, but I choose to forgive you. I choose to forgive you, and it was not all right that you hurt me. Um, And it doesn't always mean reconciliation. It doesn't always mean, oh, you did hurt me, I forgive you, and I'm just going to let you, you know, in my life and in my heart again. It could mean that, or it could mean, but you know, you need to get some help, help with some anger issues or whatever it is before I can let you in. It also means having healthy boundaries of what is acceptable and what is not in your life. And I think that was one of the really important points that came out in the workshop was what is forgiveness and what does it mean? And it does it always mean reconciliation and we'll just pick up where we left off. And the actual definition of forgiveness? Um, well, if you talk about, what, the psychological one that we have in the book? If you look up definition of forgiveness, I know we don't use dictionaries anymore, but you could Google it. What would you find? Uh, let's see. Do you see it? I've, I looked it up, and it was a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment, vengeance towards a person or group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. So it doesn't talk about the next step. Exactly. Well, I think the first step is realizing self-awareness that you are hurt and what's under that hurt and and knowing that deep level of, yes, I'm not just going to brush it away and let them continue to hurt me or continue to hold close and isolate and be by myself because I've been hurt. So it's that awareness and then that choice of I can't carry this unforgiveness 
and as Orthodox Christians, we turn to Christ. We turn to Christ and say, I need to surrender this to you. It is too heavy, and I'm holding on tight. And and it's making that choice of self-awareness, looking deeper, and then surrendering and turning to Christ in our brokenness and say, Lord, come into this unhealed place in my heart, in this wound, and help me. Help me admit the pain. Help me stop insulating and resenting and poisoning my soul with this. And just seeking that insight and that guidance. And then we can move from awareness to action. And the action is looking to Christ, looking to our spiritual father, a mentor, some, you know, a counselor, someone who can help us go through these steps and awareness to be able to release. That's why confession is a sacrament of the church that we forget about. But I would I would say that is one of the most healing sacraments is confession, a lifting of that weight, turning to God in confession and saying, you know, let me look at this, come into my heart, into this dark place, and release me from this so I can live the life you have created for me in joy, in in peace, in your will, right? Because right? we weren't created for unforgiveness. So the answer we is, not. is not necessarily just to put a Band-Aid over it. Oh, no, absolutely not, because you're going to need a bigger and bigger Band-Aid as that unforgiveness festers and gets more toxic and more wounded and it becomes resentment and bitterness and hatred and anger to where it eats you up. And and that's why, you know, it gets to a point where, like, I fell on my knees, I fell on the washing machine, and I said, Lord, I have never hated someone, I've never held this in my heart so tight, please save me, help me release me and and god wants us to let go he gives us free will right and so it is a choice we choose we choose to listen to his word to honor the sacrament of confession to know his heart and let him into ours so we can be set free forgiveness is thinking you've let someone else free when the prisoner all that time was you. And that's a great reflection, I think, for a lot of people. There's things to be angry and frustrated in your life every day. And there's bigger situations, like you talked about, or the smaller situation, just based on you know a spectrum of what life's problems are. And it depends on how you handle it and what the next step is. Yeah. And and being aware with it, don't band-aid it, and don't keep going. Um, but there are many things what forgiveness is and what it is not. In fact, I'm writing a blog on it for FLM, and I can share it with you um, just to create some these steps and awareness of what came out of that workshop with the young 20- and 30-year-olds. Um, and I'll be glad to um, share that with the listener. You know, being able to look at it differently, take time 
the time that you need um, to heal your yes. wounds, so to speak. You don't have to do it yourself, but not doing anything is also not the answer. There is a connection that even just having the trust in God, uh, that you keep going back to this. It, anything that you're holding on to that you might be listening, you know what, I have to forgive so-and-so for this, or I have to forgive about this. You probably are thinking about it as you're listening to it. That's often what can happen. Make time. Make some sacred space in your life to pay attention to all that, that's going on. I think the more that we take time and have freedom to say yes to God, we're able to make changes. Absolutely, and and so we can live the life that God wants us to live uh, in freedom and not slavery. You know, I was just thinking with your daughter, you might want to get a, a backpack, an old backpack, and put rocks in it and and help her to see as she's carrying this backpack with a bunch of rocks on her back that are heavy and how her body is so worn down and kind of give her the lesson of, okay, over time, if we learn to grasp and hold on to unforgiveness and anger and, you know, all those negative thoughts in your head about, oh, that's not fair and da-da-da, and and so the rocks get heavier and heavier. You could even add a few more. But forgiveness, you know, it's okay to say you hurt me, but I choose to forgive you. Can we talk about it, which is what you were saying, and then take little by little, take the rocks out and say, wow, look at how you feel now. So in your life, people will hurt you because we're human. Things will happen to you because we live in a hard and sinful world. But look at the difference. Your hands are free to love, to receive. If you're not being burdened, carrying this knapsack where you have to hold it on to your back because it's so heavy. You know, show her the difference in having your hands free and having the weight off your back. And that she chooses to take those rocks and to go to confession and to learn the practice of patience turning to Christ and, um, you know, and forgiveness, just like you've learned to do. Yeah, no, it's, that's a great idea. Thanks. I will say that we continue the morning on because we signed up to volunteer at the school and to make sandwiches for people that don't have lunches in our community and hand them out. So that was our activity mm. that was planned for the morning before school. So as we're saying goodbye, she said to me, so, the, you know, of course, it always continues with kids. And she says to me, Mom, I still love you, but I'm mad, at least for now, with a smile. I'm like, okay, have a great day, honey. I love you, too. And that's it. You know, fifth grade, we're at that place. Yeah. So, to be continued. <laughs> yeah, and you it, exactly. And you know what? It'll take all kinds of shapes and forms. Um, you know, that's a really transitionary time, um, and hormones, and 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 peer pressure, and the world pressure, and navigating all of that, and her studies, and et cetera, et cetera. They're under a lot of stress. 
which, you know, we all need to look at. But um, I love that you're there. You're her anchor. I love you no matter what you do. But I want you to learn to live your life, to be able to, to have joy and, and freedom. And, and this is the difference. And you're choosing it. Absolutely. So we encourage you. Those of you listening, the things that you're thinking about, you know what, I, I'm carrying this around. I have these rocks on my back in this backpack. Um, do something about it. Don't hold on to it. Yeah. Make a choice uh, and choose forgiveness and um, get some help with it. Go see your spiritual father. Talk about it. And look up the article that we're going to write on what forgiveness is, what it is not. Um, and there's a lot of scripture, too, some great scripture on forgiveness. And just say the Our Father. It's all right there. So simple. This has been a production of the Orthodox Christian Network.